It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. Now, today I'm taking a sort of contrary stance to what you might typically see in aquarium blogs and podcasts and what else is new, right? Now, my position is this. Despite all the, you know, sunny prognostications and the, 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 the fun rah-rah things that we talk about around here and that you see everywhere else, let's be honest. The aquarium hobby, while not difficult, is not super easy either. And quite honest, it shouldn't be super easy. And we shouldn't be dumbing it down so much. Uh-oh, controversy time, right? Well, look, before you go and label me a total jackass and pelt me with, you know, Hakai stones or whatever, think about it. We're creating and managing the entire environment for specialized living creatures. Unlike a dog or a cat, which at the risk of oversimplifying things, just needs food and a place to sleep to survive, fishes require a place to live, the proper aquatic environment, including heat, nutrient export, food, oxygenation, and light. We're also responsible for creating a compatible community of animals, understanding the dynamics of the nitrogen cycle, quarantine, acclimation, disease identification and treatment, and a lot more. Sure, having to master all of these things that I just mentioned sounds like we're freaking genius level people to be successful. We don't have to be, of course. I mean, look at some of the clowns who are YouTube influencers and the drivel that they generate. More on that later. But we do have to understand and be able to execute successfully on a number of fronts in order not to kill our fishes immediately, don't we? Now, a little bit of props to the fishes themselves. I mean, they're subjected to a lot of shit before they even get to us, right? Wild fishes especially undergo a real trial just to get to us. Collection, sorting by the fishers, a few days at an exporter's facility, a flight from their home country, a stint at the wholesaler, and then on to the local fish store, and finally to you. All the while adapting to varying conditions, crowding, and little if any food. When you think about it, it's hard to believe they survive at all. Anyway, back to our little gig here. So as hobbyists, we're morally obligated to at least have a rudimentary understanding of the requirements which our fishes need to survive and thrive. And unfortunately, in today's insta-fast, everyone can get from zero to hero in three days social media-driven hobby, many aquarists simply don't have that. Let's be honest, they just don't. In fact, if you ask 10 hobbyists some of the most basic aquarium-related questions, such as how the nitrogen cycle works or what the pH means, I will bet that you'd likely get maybe three, maybe four hobbyists who couldn't even articulate anything about some of those topics. However, if you ask these guys about the latest aquascaping rock, the trendy approach, or stupidly named wood type, I'll bet they'll be able to tell you everything you'd care to know on it. And that's indicative of a problem. When we accept this level of, let's call it what it is, mediocrity, we're making ignorance of the art and science of aquarium keeping cool. And that's crazy. We're better than this. We as hobbyists need to educate ourselves before we leap. Now, at this point, there's likely a few readers or listeners in this case who will be like, you know, damn, Captain Buzzkill, you're, you're making it like you have to be a freaking marine biologist to keep tropical fish. What the fuck? My response? No, I'm not. And pointing out reality doesn't make me a complete asshole. Well, sort of an asshole, but not a complete one. 
<laughs> Seriously, though, there is something really wrong when we have hobbyists trying all sorts of crazy expensive and exotic hobby ideas and equipment and when their fundamental understanding of the aquarium hobby or what it means to be able to keep fish is essentially inadequate. Like, we've created a generation, and I don't mean an age generation, I mean a group of hobbyists who want to run before they can walk. They're always looking for hacks and shortcuts to make things easier, and when they fail, they have no way to understand why. And they often quit the hobby as a result. I've seen this dozens of times during my hobby career, and we industry people, creators, and communicators of the aquarium hobby, we're responsible for this. Now look, I'm all for making things easier, but not for dumbing down stuff. It shouldn't be like having to take a you know state board examination for your medical license or the state bar for a law license or something like that in order to keep a fish tank. No, no, no. And setting up and caring for a fish tank shouldn't always be onerous. But you should at least try to have a working knowledge of a bunch of fundamental topics before you plunk down your cash and put fish's lives on the line, right? And you shouldn't want to. And we as hobbyists should be interested in acquiring and learning and acquiring the basic skills necessary to assure a good start in the hobby and a continuous education in the hobby. We don't need to make this a task. We just need to make you know, it part of what we do, to do a little basic research before we jump in. This is where the local fish store can excel. Now, the mentoring you can receive from a quality fish store is one of the best first exposures that you can have to the art and science of aquarium keeping. As long as they don't take a purely sales-oriented approach to things, and most don't, despite the popular, you know, persistent hobby mythology of the buffoonish, ignorant, and predatory local fish store personnel that have been the stuff of online lore for decades now, most local fish store staff are uber-hobbyists. They're obsessed with aquariums and fishes, and they have a vested interest in seeing their customers succeed. For those who need to get their you know, education online, there's a lot of good resources. I don't need to rehash that and tell you which ones to go to. Maybe I do, but I'm not going to now. However, despite its popularity and searchability, YouTube isn't always the best source. There are a lot of great channels out there. There's some really good ones. I, I could name quite a few, actually. But there's a disproportionately high number of outright garbage out there as well. Channels in which the so-called creator seems to have absolutely no clue about the topic he or she is authoritatively spewing out. In our own sector of botanical-style aquariums alone, I've seen this several times. It's, it's like vomit-inducing. And look, a lot of the stuff out there, even sponsored content, is about drivel. You know, doing a certain scape with this cool rock, or how to arrange woods so that your tank looks like everyone else's, or something equally as vapid. And there's proportionately little produced about fundamental hobby stuff, or at least about the process behind what you're doing. We can't run from some of this science stuff. I mean, we're all at the mercy of the nitrogen cycle, for example. We all know that algae blooms under certain circumstances, and we need to have at least a basic understanding of how these things work and what the implications are for our aquarium work. It's actually really important. When I co-owned a coral propagation and import business, a scarily high percentage of the questions from customers were frighteningly basic, like stuff you should know before you ever even buy an aquarium, let alone set up a reef tank. Fundamentals. And back in those days, I literally received calls from hobbyists who didn't have the most rudimentary understanding of the needs of corals, let alone the nitrogen cycle, yet they spent tens of thousands of dollars outfitting their reef tanks with the latest gear and buying the latest trendy designer frags at frag shows. It was head-scratching, to say the least. It was downright discouraging on some days. I'd go home and just like, wow, what am I doing? It's not just limited to the reef world, of course. It's all over the hobby. And it's our fault as an industry, too. Yeah, our fault. 
we seem to sell prepackaged solutions for everything. And another piece of gear, another additive, you know, that'll solve your problems. We seem to be happier just selling people a product that we hope will solve their problems. Laughably, I've seen some vendor manufacturers trot out the pathetic line about their product making things easier so you can enjoy the hobby more. Like, what the hell? Isn't feeding your fishes, doing water exchanges, and just managing the tank part of what makes it enjoyable too? Or is the only enjoyable part of the hobby, you know, humble bragging on the gram about your latest aquascape and seeing all the likes come in? How about we educate people on the basics and beyond? The good, the bad, and the shitty. (laughs) That'll make the use of your product a lot more logical. Yet I know it takes time. It's more difficult to educate people on the underlying problem, the reason why people would need your product in the first place. It's much easier to just tell them what to buy and that's that. It sells stuff faster, but it doesn't build a long-term hobbyist. That's why we at Tannen, and I'm not saying we're the the saviors of the aquarium world, but this is how we think. That's why we at Tannen have article after article on the most basic and even arcane aspects of playing with botanical-style aquariums on our site. Because I believe that hobbyists have to be armed with the most fundamental knowledge of our craft in order to succeed. Look, I'm not going to tell you all about the nitrogen cycle every time, but I'm going to tell you about the basics of what we do. I have to make some assumption, which is dangerous, that you have some working knowledge before you even get interested in this kind of stuff. Maybe that's my downfall. I don't know, but I hope so. But I'm not just going to show you pretty pics of cool scapes and sell seed pods and leave that way. That's how I'm going to do my part to address the hobby dropout thing that you hear so much about. And my friends, James of Blackwater UK and Ben of Beta Botanicals, two guys who are as geeked out as, about this as I am. And we, we did a really nice uh, Instagram live last week and got a lot of good questions. They're on the same page as me, and that makes me feel good. That other vendors are thinking that way. We're determined to show hobbyists that the process, the whole thing, is as much fun as just looking at the number of likes your, pick, you know, your tank picks get on your fave social media channel. It's a wider hobby cultural problem too. I'm going to tell you again, we're lazy. A lot of us want instant gratification and simply don't want to take some time to dig through information, even if it's out there in abundance. They want it easier. They want it faster. They want it concise. And yes, I know everyone's busy, whatever. Yet why have a hobby in the first place if you don't want to spend time playing with it and educating yourself about it, absorbing it yourself, losing yourself in the process? People can be, can't be lazy. They have to learn the underlying fundamental stuff. We're dealing with live animals here again. People need to read, to watch, discuss, and they observe. A personal example again, I'll give you one. I get numerous emails asking me how to prepare botanicals. Even after we've spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on producing very professional customized infographic card that goes in every order and discussing this all over the, the, the tent many times and writing literally dozens of articles on this very topic. Some people seem so unwilling to do the most basic research. It's kind of frustrating. What a shame. I mean, Google is one of the greatest inventions in the history of humanity. It literally makes information about virtually any topic imaginable, available anywhere, anytime to anyone, like easily. Yet many figure the hack to that is just to ask somebody and expect them to give concise answers on how to do everything, and that's that. Instead of taking the extra time to educate themselves a little bit before just mailing it in and, you know, prodding somebody else for the answer yeah somehow we've decided that a dm to somebody on on you know instagram or facebook or whatever for some quick answer as they call it is better way to acquire knowledge than typing in the keywords like what is the nitrogen cycle how do i prepare botanicals and learning it once and for all 
obviously as an industry guy and a writer, I'm always going to help these people with questions when I can, even though it can sometimes be annoying. But I also need to encourage self-research too. give a little tough love once in a while. I still need to do a better job at disseminating information myself. We all do. There's enough blame to go around and the newbies and others in the hobby might. Here's my plea to you. Don't be freaking lazy. The resources are there. We just have to keep directing people towards them. And people need to use them. And we have to emphasize the fundamentals of the hobby, not just the cool, creative stuff. Sure, not everyone is great at conveying technical concepts to people in an easy-to-understand manner. However, we can all try. Because when no one is doing that, we end up with 14,000 channels on how to escape a Blackwater Aquarium and not a single fucking one explaining what the hell Blackwater is and how to manage the ecology of a Blackwater system. That's a real problem, in my humble opinion. Everybody wants to do the fun stuff, hype their sponsors' products, and get all that recognition. Yet without discussing the less sexy fundamentals, the fun stuff just becomes a waste of precious animal lives and lots of money. People get frustrated and they quit the hobby. You know, when I see the words paid partnership under an Instagram post lately, I almost reflexively, and often correctly, I'm afraid, assume that it's usually going to be drivel. Because most of the creators and the brands who sponsor them have accepted a level of superficiality as the norm. And that's really sad. These people are way too talented to waste their followers' precious attention and their sponsors' money by producing such mindless fluff. The creative and the trendy is valued over substance, even by brands. And the irony is that doing a little more substance in a creative manner is what will sell more product and build a stronger brand in the long run. Yet, it's easier to just pay some creator to do a fun little video, a little bit of hip-hop music, the appropriate sponsor hashtags, and consider it a job well done. I call total bullshit on that. Brands need to stop paying these creators for this garbage. You can still be creative and edgy and cool while conveying complex or arcane topics. Hell, I think we've been doing it for six years. I think a lot of guys are doing it right now. We do it all the time. I'm not being modest or anything, but that's true. It can be done. Tenon exists because we've done it. Yet, even in the social media, insta-hype world we're in, there's still room for improvement. I've hit this hard before. We all show too much finished product with killer aquascapes and all that stuff and not give enough of the less sexy, although way more important, process. There's an easy fix for that one. Just share the process. Discuss the fundamentals of what you do, regardless of what it is in the aquarium hobby. When hobbyists realize it's not just one, two, three, awesome, and that there's a little work and occasional setbacks and struggle involved, expectations are set, which assure people go in with their eyes wide open and stay in expectation management via education. And there's a certain responsibility that we as hobbyists take on when keeping live fishes. This needs to be emphasized. And guess what, fellow aquarium brands, they'll still buy your product. In fact, they'll probably buy, be more likely to because they'll have a fundamental understanding for why they need your product. No, the aquarium hobby isn't that easy, but it's not ridiculously hard either. We have a responsibility as hobbyists to keep these precious creatures alive and happy. And we as hobbyists and industry people have an obligation to tell it like it is, to touch on fundamentals, to explain things, to convey that, well, not overly complex, some of the underlying information that you need to know to be successful in the hobby is vital, even if it requires a little bit of reading and discussion in order to grasp it. And that's every bit as interesting as selecting the right stones for your next fantasy scape or whatever. In our world, there's a reason why we talk so much about ecology and arcane stuff like the idea of alochthonous input in the wild aquatic habitats. There's a reason why we devote hundreds of thousands of words to subjects like fungi, biofilm, detritus. It's because 
and understanding of these topics is foundational to the work that we do as botanical style aquarium enthusiasts. When you understand these things, you're better equipped to understand what's happening in your aquarium. It would have been so much easier for me if I spent the last six and a half years writing articles and doing podcasts on how to get the sexy look of botanical style aquariums. Yet it would have left us simply another hollow, vapid purveyor of leaves and seed pods passing the buck to somebody else to cover these ideas, develop the operating fundamentals, and the philosophies which are applicable to the botanical style aquarium methodology. It's not going to happen, not on my watch. I don't want to do that. I'm going to continue discussing some of these seemingly arcane topics. Why? Well, for several reasons. First, because somebody has to do it. Might as well be me. I play with this stuff every day of my life. Second, because it's so important to convey these fundamentals. It builds a movement and reinforces this methodology that we all embrace. Third, because I feel like I have a responsibility to the hobby and to the fishes that we love so much. And finally, because it's hard. It's not easy to distill some of these complex, arcane ideas into digestible information. And the very fa- that very fact makes it a worthwhile endeavor. We all need to learn to understand and share these type of topics. Success in the aquarium hobby isn't that difficult after you have a grasp of the fundamentals and understanding of why we do what we do. However, the hobby isn't easy in the sense that you just toss your fishes into some water and call it a day. Take some work. It should take some work. Because taking care of live animals, some of which are threatened in the wild, is a huge responsibility which should not be taken lightly. So maybe the tone of this you know, podcast is a little bit dark to some people, a little bit angry or whatever. It shouldn't be interpreted that way, rather. It's a, rather, it's a, it's a brutally honest call for us to make a better effort to understand and appreciate just what and how amazing it is that what we do every day as hobbyists and what responsibility goes along with these achievements. It's a call to wake up, look ourselves in the mirror as hobbyists, content creators, and industry types, and just do better. We can There's enormous talent out there, and there's never been a time in history when it's easier to disseminate useful information to a larger number of interested persons quickly. We just have to do it to not shirk this responsibility this and this gift. It's not as hard as you think, and the benefits of the effort can be remarkable. Stay honest, stay reflective, stay creative, stay observant, stay inspired. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.